0: A few weeks ago, my wife, Louisa, began jogging with two friends from Fergus. As they were just starting out, they downloaded an app called Couch to 5K, and off they went. On their first evening, Louisa stumbled back into the house, out of breath and in lots of pain, but feeling victorious nonetheless. She had to fight hard just to finish that first day. Now, after two weeks, the app has them running longer than before, but they push through each day. And even though each day is a battle for them, the first day was the big battle. If they were going to give in, they were going to do it then. But they pushed through even in agony. Their faces were set towards their goal. Yesterday we saw that the entire story of Jesus was one of trust, a story of daily setting his face in one direction and trusting that his father would guide him and rescue him. To take this sort of bold stance in our world isn't easy. People who stand strongly in a single path are often labeled as radicals and extremists. We like the flexibility of many paths, many truths, many choices. This was no different for Jesus. So as he continued to set his face in the single direction of God the Father, he was continuously faced with a full-scale assault of violence and temptation to turn to his own way. The Gospels tell us that at the very center of this assault was the tempter himself, named Satan. As Jesus neared the end of his life, the struggle and the temptation to turn from God's path did not soften. In fact, it only grew. On a night just before his death, the Gospel of Matthew shows Jesus in a garden, telling his closest friends, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow even to the point of death. That's Matthew 26 and 38. Jesus would have rather died than keep going. That that is a deep sorrow. I wonder if you've ever felt like that. Before the night was through, Jesus was going to be captured and led away towards the final battle of his life, the cross at Jerusalem, but first, the agony of the garden. After more than 30 years of life, it is here that Jesus starts to die. The agony of the garden is the beginning of the end for him, and the struggle to remain in God's path caused real sorrow for Jesus. In Matthew 26 and 38, the the word sorrow is agonia. This is where we get our word agony. It's the same word used to describe the place where gladiators fought to the death in Roman times. Jesus is experiencing agony, this fight to the death. Until this moment, Jesus' life had been a continual yes towards the Father, and that didn't change. In fact the gospels tell us that in his agony Jesus prayed the more earnestly saying not my will but your will be done Luke 22:42 We are forever blessed by Jesus agonizing in the garden that night Not only was he defeating the temptation and power of evil in his own life but he was experiencing the very temptation and struggle which we face today Hebrews 2 and 18 says because he himself was tested by what he suffered, he's able to help those who are being tested. This is good news for us still. Though Jesus faced his struggle alone, we are never alone. We have Christ with us and in us today, the same one who entered the agony of that night and yet prayed all the more earnestly, not my will but your will be done. He is with us. And so we continue to set our faces towards Jesus' journey. His agony in the garden is merely the beginning of Jesus' death. But that first battle has been won, and Jesus continues to set his face towards what is next. Let's pray. Jesus, I don't face struggles and temptations like you did. I crumble so often. I say, not your will, but my will. But you said the opposite, and you won the battle in great agony. Please be with me in the struggles which I face. I know you love me. Please hold me and strengthen me, and help me to set my face to the will of the Father and to share the life that you have in Him. Amen.